1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: And we're back here on Inside Black and Gold. My name is Jeff Nowak alongside Steve Geller, and I've had this rant kind of building up in my head for a little while. Um, but I did want to wait until the, the, the team in question was out of the playoffs just to make sure you didn't do anything weird. And that's what happened this week. So let's do it. Who should the Saints' next quarterback be? Are you going to draft a guy? You're not really going to be in position to draft a guy. Maybe if you get a high draft pick from Sean Payton in the trade, you can you can draft a guy. But even then, you're, you're kind of taking the leftovers at, at maybe 12. Maybe you trade up, go get... CJ Stroud. Nah, no, nah, no, nah, I don't think you're gonna be able to get up that high. So you're gonna have to make a decision. Are you gonna bring back Andy Dalton? Are you gonna try to sign Jimmy Garoppolo and hope his leg doesn't break off? I don't know. Maybe you trade for Trey Lance, maybe you trade for Julian Love. None of those guys really excite me. You know who does excite me? I was waiting for a drum roll and you never did it. Um I was say, dun, dun,
3: dun.
2: that would be Lamar Jackson, the guy who apparently the Ravens have decided they don't want to pay for for reasons I can't quite understand. Um <laughs> But like this is a Saints team that is never going to be willing to rebuild. They're not going to tear things down. They're going to keep trying to reload and go for it. And I'm okay with that. But I'm only okay with that if you are still swinging for the fences at quarterback. I am not okay with that if your plan is to try to do it with 35, then 36-year-old Andy Dalton. (laughs) And the reason I think that this would make sense is because you saw last year they were willing to go – you know, clear the decks for Deshaun Watson. If you were willing to do that for a guy who half the fan base was like, never let him near this team. Like, and was probably going to get suspended for, for a lot of the season. Would you not then do that for, for Lamar Jackson, a guy who from a controversy standpoint is pretty much clean. I, I don't know of any like negative storyline surrounding him beyond, Definitely you know, not, he doesn't have right. an agent, which I think makes it complicated. Like he yeah. negotiates his own contracts. You know, you can say maybe, well, we don't like his play style, whatever. But like, he's the name, he's the guy that if I'm the Saints, I know I can have a real shot at and would completely change the dynamic of this offense in a year where you're probably going to try to change the dynamics of your offense for the first time in two decades, right? That's who I'm after. That is that is my number one target if I'm the Saints. And I have more, but I'm curious, what what do you think about that?
3: No, I, I mean, I love the prospect of Lamar Jackson. Obviously want to know what's going on with his knee. Is he kind of, you know, been not willing to come back basically because he doesn't have a deal for next season right now. Things have seemed to gone really sour in Baltimore, which is surprising when you have such, I would say a likable talent. I don't think like you said, Lamar's not known for getting into any kind of trouble off the field. Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah. Th- Teammates love the guy and, you know, getting to see him up close and personal this year in a Superdome was awesome. Unfortunately, you know, he ended up beating the Saints. But you you think of what that kind of dynamic player would bring to this offense. And I think you would surely have to make a change at offensive coordinator with a guy like Lamar coming in for sure. So let me let me
2: put it the question this way. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend I know anything about his knee or the, the relative yeah. health of his knee. Like Mike Vick said that he should put a brace on it and try to play. Yeah, I, I, said, feel I did that. Right. And it didn't work out for me. Would you hold it against him if it turned out that his knee was like 70%? He could potentially still re injure it, even if the re injury risk was reasonably low by NFL standards. And he said, no freaking way. Am I going out there? You guys won't pay me, but I'm supposed to put my body on the line for you in a right. playoff game. Because it's like, sure, his knee might have been good enough where he could have, yes, put a brace on it and gone out there and played. And if and if this team had said it had signed him, like had given him a deal so that if he goes out there and his career ends, he's not completely left out to dry by an NFL that doesn't seem to care about your the players once they stop being
3: profitable for them. Would you have gone out there and played? Would you hold that against him? Because I wouldn't. I would say good for you. No, it's tough for sure because you understand him wanting that commitment, obviously. And yeah, it just, it's for whatever reason, things haven't gone well there. And I just, it doesn't make sense to me at all. No, it's, it's a really sour situation.
2: And so the question is okay, this has been documented. The Saints are so and so over the cap, whatever. But, There is a really easy way that they could get this to work, and it involves the Ravens, right? Like, So the Ravens aren't just going to let Lamar Jackson leave for nothing, but they can facilitate a trade in a way that actually will allow the Saints to be more flexible because it will give them an extra year, and that is the Ravens are going to franchise tag Lamar Jackson. It's almost a guarantee. And the only question is whether Lamar would actually sign that franchise tender, which he might not do if it involves going back to the Ravens, right? Like he might play hardball like Le'Veon Bell did with the Steelers and say, you know what, I'll just sit out. And so that's a question. But I think what's, what would happen is there's Ravens would franchise tag Lamar and then use that as a way to trade him as opposed to just let him leave for nothing. And it would be a situation where the Ravens have to work with Lamar and much like Deshaun Watson in the sense that, okay, who, who wants him? Like who, who's in this And then any team that wants to trade for him will have to guarantee Lamar that they'll extend him. And I think the Saints would do that. And the reason that it would make more sense is like it's difficult to sign a player off the free agent market and pay him $240 million or whatever. If you're trading for him and then you get to work it out, you get that one year at whatever, like $28 million, whatever it's going to be. And then you can negotiate a contract behind that, figure out what the deal is. And then as the Saints do so well, restructure that one year franchise tag you know so he's only counting so much against the cap he's making all that money but it's mostly a bonus and you're putting it on the back end of that deal from a cap perspective so that you're able to have Lamar Jackson under contract next year for 5 million 8 million right like whatever percentage of your salary cap is reasonable and so like i've seen people say like well the saints couldn't possibly sign him because of the cap situation and it's not really true because you're going to backload that deal And so, yeah, maybe it's going to hit more next year, but next year you will be in a much better cap situation, the year after that and the year after that. And while it might negatively impact the Saints' ability to manage back to the middle like Mickey Loomis said they wanted to do, you're willing to do that for the quarterback position, right? So
3: from a cap perspective, I think it works. You brought up the fact of, hey, you were all in on Deshaun Watson, and you're pretty much looking at similar numbers here dealing with you Know a, a quarterback uh, again, and if you were willing to go all in with for a guy that had so many uh sketchy issues, I guess you could say, off the field, and the only issue to me, at least, for Lamar Jackson is you know, how is his health, and you know, willing to invest that kind of money in a quarterback that tends to get hurt because he is more mobile, kind of. I understand you know, you being a little more hesitant to dole out the big bucks for him, but he's still very young too. I mean, uh, the risk reward of going after a guy like Lamar Jackson is huge. I mean, he's, he's one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. There's no doubt in that. I know a lot of people can be critical because he is a more, you know, mobile quarterback and leaves himself open to a bigger hit. But I, I think I, well, I best described it as, to me at least, trying to tackle him is trying to to, to tackle smoke. Like, yes. You think you have him, and he's just like that. He's just gone. I
2: mean, this guy's 26 years old. He's won an MVP. He had 36 what? touchdowns to six interceptions in the and, 2019 and name, season. And go ahead
3: and name the Ravens wide receivers, please. Right. Exactly. I'm not even going to try.
2: Like... There are very few situations as a team, as a franchise that you are able to bring in, and I get it. The Saints could have drafted this guy. They took Marcus Davenport instead. I get it. But there are very few instances where you're able to bring in a league MVP at in his peak, at in his prime for any sum of money. So you're paying it. Like the the pay paying it is not a question. The question is, what would you have to give up in trade? And I do think that the Saints, you know, in a situation where you're gonna have to trade, this isn't gonna be a Deshaun Watson type trade. And the reason is because of the way Lamar plays, only certain teams will be in a situation where they can accommodate it because you you do have to adjust the way you operate. You do have to adjust your roster build, but the Saints are in a unique situation and it's because they have spent the last four years finding ways to play with Taysom Hill. And I'm not comparing Taysom Hill to Lamar Jackson, but I am comparing the type of things you need to do with Taysom Hill to what you would do with Lamar Jackson. So you have an offensive line that is built and understands how to play with a quarterback who's going to try to run. You have a receiving core that has now has speed on the edges of the field because those are the things you have to have. With Lamar Jackson offense, you need to have burners on the outside. You need to have an offensive line that can get out and move, that can run, block, that can, you know, extend, the edges of the field the saints have that right they have an offense that is built to run the ball up from the quarterback position they have an entire playbook dedicated to it and you have a backup who you know whether you whether people get mad that you're comparing him to lamar jackson or not how many backups in the nfl would be better suited to come in and take over for lamar jackson than Taysom hill right like even if it's a very big step down every backup quarterback is a step down from your starter but he does present a very, very positive impact player that if you did have an injury to Lamar Jackson, you would not have any qualms about putting him in there, right? So I think that it does lend itself very well to this say. And now you have an offensive coordinator position that I think you have a blank slate at. So you can go find someone who just would be perfect to work with Lamar Jackson. It's probably going to be someone at the college level because the offense you're running is going to be a very college-like offense.
3: So, yeah, that'd be very interesting because it seems like you would have to go young, new, fresh. Yeah. There's not but you're be in a, a position ret- to do that. There's not going to be a retread on an offensive coordinator for wherever Lamar goes.
2: No, and, and here's the other thing is you're probably trading Alvin Kamara because they don't make sense together. There's a reason Latavius Murray went to went to Baltimore last year and played well, and it's because that's the type of running back that you want to pair with Lamar Jackson. Because And this is the same issue I have with Taysom Hill and Kamara, is when you are a quarterback whose best option when the play breaks down is to run the ball – you're not going to be able to use a running back whose best asset is the play breaks down and you throw throwing the ball, right? So those things don't mix. So like Alvin Kamara could play with Lamar Jackson and have a good season, but you would be sacrificing what Kamara does better than anyone else and having him be something that he's not, which is it between the tackles runner. So in the sense that you're trying to maximize your, your, your players, you would probably trade Alvin Kamara, but that's fine because you, you would get a good return for him. And then you can bring in somebody because the type of running back that you're going to want to pair with him, you can find those. Those are easy to find, right? Like Brian Robinson would have been perfect mm-hmm. if, if the Saints had drafted him and then it came in. Like he's the type of guy who went like the fourth round. Like you can get that guy. It's hard to find the all-around bell cow running back. And so you can do that. And then the other thing you need to figure out is tight end. Like that is the other position where, you know, Mark Andrews, I don't know how good he is independent of Lamar Jackson, but he's incredible with Lamar Jackson. And is Jawan Johnson that guy? I don't know. But I think you do invest in the tight end position more. And that is the one part that I think the Saints have to figure out. But like, I think it makes perfect sense. And I would be thrilled, thrilled if they went that route. So this is me trying to sell Lamar Jackson to the Saints and do what you have to do. Like you're going to get assets for Sean Payton. I don't know what you'd have to give up to trade for Lamar Jackson. But again, the things I'm describing, not every team is set up to do. Right, like you would, you can pick a lot more teams that couldn't feasibly trade for Lamar Jackson and have it make sense than you can teams that are going to be willing to do it. Like the Colts are going to be in in the market for a quarterback. The Colts are not built to accommodate Lamar Jackson, so no, that's, that's no, my take. That's my that's my rant.
3: On on that point, do you think the Saints have the assets right now to go out and get them, or do you think they need a little extra boost from that Sean Payton trade to sweeten sweeten any kind of thing? For Lamar, or could, I mean, I guess it's a lot different, too, because you could include players in the deal. But yeah, besides the Camara, I don't know who you would be sending over to Baltimore. Possibly. Right. What What if the deal
2: is Camara and the third round pick?
3: I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I would blink. I'm pulling that trigger.
2: Well, just because like you, you, it wouldn't make sense to bring Lamar Jackson in and pair him with Camaro. So like, sure, I sure. think, but I think the Ravens would be like, oh yeah, 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 we'll, we'll do that, you know. So because they're they're also in a position where they're trying to get something rather than nothing. So they're not going to play hardball either, because they need a team. To, like the other teams know the situation they're in.
3: Do we send like, the Ravens? Like
2: Christian McCaffrey, like they didn't get a killing for Christian McCaffrey when they, the Panthers traded him, because teams knew they were going to trade him. Um, and so yeah, like Baker Mayfield, like they got nothing for Baker Mayfield. And obviously Lamar Jackson, and Baker Mayfield are two different players, but you know, Baker was a number one overall pick. And so
0: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
1: In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place with LinkedIn. You can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/recommend today.
2: Like, yeah, it's really more of a question of whether they're willing to pay him two hundred million dollars than whether they have the pieces to make that trade because they definitely do.
3: Well, that yeah, that's the thing. To me, it goes back to well, if you're willing to pay Watson why wouldn't you be willing exactly. to pay lamar that's that's definitely what it comes down to
2: and people are going to say well they can't they don't have the money to pay him we're like well then how were they going Lam- to pay Deshaun? right so they obviously have the ability to to pay him it's going to be complicated but it's more about a willingness than a, than an ability and if i'm the saints and i am just trying to figure out a way to maximize my chances to win with the defense that I have, knowing that it is a title caliber defense. And I have Rashid Shahid and Chris Olave, who are two premier speed threat weapons that can work well with with Lamar. And I kind of lucked into them, at least from Rashid's perspective. I do it. I do it. And so this is partially me thinking this is a great idea and partially me trying to come up with a scenario where I don't have to watch Andy Dalton for another 17 games.
3: Well, you also not having to worry about using a first round pick or any draft pick then on a future quarterback. You're trying to mold. Obviously. And that's the big bonus too, with the Lamar Jackson, you know, the talent you're getting there. Yeah. So you bring in the 12 from Texans, for example, and you can use the 12 on a guy who suddenly is a win now pick. Right. You don't think that 12 would have to be part of the Lamar deal. No. Okay. No. Because no one's given up a first rounder in that trade knowing they also have to pay him 240 million dollars right that'd be interesting though I, th- I feel like lamar could still fetch even a first rounder with the deal huh even not if you... without a
2: contract i was gonna say and even maybe if you maybe he does maybe dagger. some team is willing to do that but i mean look at the teams that what teams are willing to trade for that quarterback right like who needs a quarterback first of all like like so if you have a if you have a franchise quarterback you're not trading right so who needs the quarterback and would be willing to do it one answer is the texans so <laughs> that would be interesting right if john payton does go to houston and then decides i don't want Bryce Young i want lamar because they are a team that also could do that right they are a team that has the money has the assets could make that trade then has a coach who knows he needs a quarterback and uh, you know that so that's 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 something right so the saints would not be alone in this
0: i could see the raiders
3: they, maybe trying to make a move for him
2: they could but again, the Raiders aren't built to do that. So they would have right. to re like they just signed Devontae Adams, who I would not say Devontae Adams makes a ton of sense with Lamar. You know, you want a you want a speed threat. Like you want a Deshaun Jackson. You want somebody like that. And so I don't think Lamar Jackson is the guy who's gonna maximize a high volume possession receiver. What you want is Rashid Shahid and Chris Olave. Exactly. Because <laughs> and, and and there's a reason for that, right? And it's and the reason the Saints have guys like that is because they know that when they run Taysom Hill sets, they want that. Because when you have a quarterback who is an elite runner, you are not seeing double high safeties. You are seeing that safety creeping down in the box because they know they're going to have to come up and make a tackle. So, you need the speed on the outside to win one-on-one matchups, right? And and if you're going to try to cover Rashid Shaheed one-on-one, you're gonna get burned for big play after big play, right? And that's what makes it so like so you have to have the build to do it. For example, like the Bucs. The Bucs might be in the market for a quarterback. They have one of the slowest receiving cores in the NFL. They're not gonna be able to accommodate Lamar Jackson. He's not a guy who's gonna be trying to fit it in tight windows to Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, you know? So like they would be crazy to make that trip. Maybe they do anyway. Maybe they just say, like, we'll figure it out as we go because Lamar's that good. But I don't know.
3: If I'm the Saints, he is on the top of my list. The That's going to be something, obviously, waiting to see how that unfolds the whole Lamar Jackson situation, but I would imagine there's going to be there would be more than two, three teams interested in that, too. I mean, we saw you know, how the bidding ended up going for Deshaun Watson. I can only imagine... I Like I said, I think you're looking at a similar kind of deal with a guy like Lamar, but the The problem is you do have to your, – your offense has to be catered certainly a different way for a guy like him.
2: Yeah, and so it's like I think there's a question here, which is are teams interested or are teams willing to go all in? Right, right, right. And so if you're like, yeah, well, I, you know, I think it's – I like it. I want to try it, but – Am I willing to give up assets? Am I willing to commit to a five-year, $240 million market resetting deal? <laughs> am I, And then am I willing to play the way that I have to play? Because the Ravens clearly aren't, right? Like the Ravens have, have made it clear they are not willing to play that way anymore. They don't want to. Because if they were, then they would have just signed Lamar. So, and who knows? Maybe he does go back. Maybe this is all a red herring. But I don't think you tweet out your medical situation and do all that if... This is a team you're going back to. Uh, no,
3: it doesn't. The situation just feels a bit awkward, and that change could be a possibility. It has definitely crept in, and when you have that that happen, obviously, I think that's that's going to stir the pot, and rightfully so. But like I said, too, the the biggest question is what's the situation with Lamar's knee, and and how do you how do your doctors clear him from that? I agree. But all right, that's my
2: rant. I'm gonna stick into it. I just need to get it on the record. All in on Lamar and the and that means no Andy though. No, well, yeah, right. That's why, like when we talked about the free agent, I was like, okay, but if we do this, then no, you are not signing Andy Dalton. No, because Andy Dalton is not a, a workable backup to a Lamar Jackson system. <laughs> but Taysom Hill is. So you don't have to sign anybody else. No, right. But you do have to limit Taysom Hill's usage. And so that is something that you would have to do, but at the same time, he's not a change up to anything.
3: No, but you could draft or bring in that "quote unquote" young guy to to develop. I guess you could say, but but that's tough too because I mean, Lamar Jackson is still very young. He's got a lot of years left. You would think in the league, and it's not going to be something where oh, it's like a three-year deal, and then you're looking for another quarterback. No, he's he's you're bringing him in to be the franchise guy for the next five Easily, years, minimum. right? At least, right? Um,
2: and so, yeah, but like like I said, Taysom Hill wouldn't be a changeup, so you would you would yeah. eliminate the coming in and going out although you would probably still want to use Taysom Hill right like together you might use pretty fire right you want you would maybe want to use Taysom Hill and Lamar on the field at the same time yeah, yeah and by doing that you you would actually have a threat right like there are times where you have Taysom Hill in there and you have Andy Dalton at the at the wide position and you're like Andy Dalton is not going to impact this play hey, but what are you doing Lamar Jackson could very much impact that play so like what happens when, you know, you know, Lamar kind of goes into the slot and then comes in motion and you flip it to him and he's a running back. He's not even looking to throw. But, like, you have to respect that he can throw it. You know, it would open up so many things, and I just want to see it happen so bad that maybe I'm trying to speak this into existence, and I definitely am, but that's going to be that. I don't think no, we need to rant it. definitely a anymore.
3: nice wish list. I like it.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out a way that this team could stop being boring.
3: <laughs> Such no, I mean, ass. To me... To me, as crazy as it may seem, it seems it makes perfect sense, though, since you were so aggressive this prior season for another, you know, big ticket quarterback. So why wouldn't they be all in again? And this is a team and Mickey Loomis has said this. This is not a
2: team that's considering rebuilding or tearing it down. He was asked, like, if it ever makes sense to do that. And he said, maybe. Maybe. But like this, this team is nowhere near that. And so, if you believe that, and if you're thinking that way, then you have to be going in on a quarterback because you know that you need a quarterback to win. So we'll see. But let's wrap that up there. It's been uh, that that rant went longer than I expected it to, but I I really do believe it. I gen- I'm not I'm not just saying stuff to say stuff. I do believe that. And so hopefully Mickey listens to this podcast.
3: Yeah, he'll take all our, our notes down and bring them to the uh, the rest of the board meetings for sure. <laughs> we are hosting Sports Talk on Friday, so I'll make sure to talk about it then because I think
2: maybe they will listen to that. <laughs> all right. We're going to come back and we're going to make some picks for the divisional round playoff matchups coming up this weekend. Giants and Eagles, baby. (laughs) All right, let's do it. Sit around inside black.
0: This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?